happy, happy Sunday. Let's make sure we are going live. Hopefully everyone can hear us. Let's see what we're doing over here. All right, looks like we are live. Awesome. How are you doing, Kristen? I am good, how are you? I'm good, just making sure we are running. Looks like we have audio levels in full effect and we are waiting for our chat to load. So, outstanding. Hey, before we get started into our show for this week, thank you all for your support. We appreciate it. We love you. We mean it. Thank you for being part of the Disney List family. Ways you can support us, for one, is booking your next trip to the Disney parks stateside or any cruise from any cruise line or any trip to the Universal Studios parks with Kristen. Kristen, how can they get in touch with you? They can email me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. All right, do that. We also have links to our show notes where you can check out our website. We've got our links to Amazon that you can help us out. Anytime you purchase something from Amazon, they give us the affiliate link and we get a little kickback from them. So we'd like to thank you for supporting that and by shopping there. And uh, anything else, Kristen, that we need to uh, let peeps know about? Mm, not that I can think of. No? Okay, this is good. Uh, I just wanted to make sure because you never know. I mean, we Things move kind of quickly here on the show. So, oh, yes, you can listen to our shows on, uh, on various podcast platforms. You need to like, share, and subscribe if you want to support the show. That's another great way to do it, to leave us those five-star reviews. We're on Apple Podcasts. That's a huge platform for us. Also, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm, which is uh, like our top fan, Lindsay. Lindsay's our top fan, and we love it uh, whenever she can. I'd like to also say a shout out to Anthony and Scott in the chat. I'm glad you can hear us loud and clear. That is amazing, and that is good. So uh, at any rate, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Let's go ahead and kick it off. Production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Imagination, huh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Broadcasting from the Tiki Room Studios in Music City. It's the Disney List. The Disney List. You've got to have characters that the audience, the viewer, the reader cares about. What makes a hero? What's friendship? What's the idea of sacrificing yourself for something larger? With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Disney List on Sorcerer Radio with your hosts, Kristen and Al John. Welcome back to yet another week of awesome lists and Disney discussion. My name's Al John Go, lifelong Marvel, Disney, and Star Wars fan, joined by my hostess with the mostest. She is the host of the Dining at Disney podcast, as well as being a authorized vacation planner to help you with your next trip to the Walt Disney World or Disneyland Resorts whenever they open. Kristen, hello. Hello. We're wearing our Mickey finest. You know, I should have worn my Mickey tiki one that I had. You should have. I didn't I didn't think about it till I noticed that you had yours on. Well, side. why are we wearing this today, Kristen? What's our topic? Our topic is 10 underrated attractions at Walt Disney World. Love it. Love it. So 
Listen up, fam. You need to interact with us there on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Disney list. And you can also interact with us via Discord there on Sorcerer Radio. And uh, just look up for the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone on Discord. And you'll find a thread for the Disney list. And we share all kinds of stuff back and forth. We also have a Facebook group for the Disney list, as well as the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Big ups to our friends over there on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. Awesome. We got to send Jeff, Jeff Davis some audio. He's promoting our show, so we need to send him some audio. So don't let us forget at the end of the show. So not only are we talking about our underrated Disney, we're also going to be talking about uh, good, happy, fun times because we have some Disney news. So let's go ahead and uh, I guess we can launch into some of that, shall we? Okay. Okay, let's, let's do it. Alvarez, Spanish announcer for the Disney Parks. Para su seguridad, permanezca sentado y mantenga sus manos, brazos, pies y piernas dentro del vehículo. Cuidados pequeñitos, esté alerta. Quizás vea al conejo blanco. Hi guys, I'm Yeni Alvarez and you're listening to Sorcerer Radio. Keep listening. Mm. Happy fun music. We are one by Vicento. 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 Oops. Why? Well, you know, my personal assistant Uh-oh. just comes out of nowhere. Past couple weeks. All right. So we're getting things started. Here's a couple news tidbits for you. I think this is interesting. The ongoing saga of Mulan continues. So just, (laughs) it's like, why don't they just have this strategy in advance? I think they just put out this information and then they want to see how fans take it. And they want to kind of change the narrative a little bit to kind of make sure that uh, things are out there properly. I don't know. So that they, (laughs) but um, so as reported by Entertainment Tonight a couple days ago, Disney's Mulan is premiering on Disney Plus September 4th. That has not changed, right? What has changed is that they are going to skip theaters in the U.S. So, you remember all that talk about uh, having Mulan debut in some theaters. Uh, Jeff Davis reported it a few weeks ago, and then we expanded on it. You know, we hope that it's going to be in some drive-in theaters later on this summer. But no, it's all skipped. The thing that I don't get about them choosing to do this is that some of the movie theaters are starting to open as of August 20th. So when you have some movie theaters opening, why not make some money by having people go see it in the theater? Well, you and I were just talking about how AMC is doing these phased reopening of their movie theaters. And the first day, they're opening up in select markets with rollback pricing to see. Of course, these are you know movies you can already stream, but it's like $0.21 cents plus $5 you know, popcorn and hot dog packages and, and beverage packages just to entice people to get back into the swing of things and also to employ these these great people like you know our, my friend you know dave he works for amc so two he's looking forward to reopening. there's two disney movies there because they're going to be doing beauty and the beast 
as well as Black Panther and Star Wars. Oh, Empire that's Strikes right. Back. That's yeah, right. the first uh, week or two of them reopening. So this is interesting. This is interesting. But of course, this Disney Plus with Mulan. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Once again, the cost here for people, you have to be subscribed to Disney Plus. That's $6.99 per month. And then it, on top of that is early access. That's $29.99 for the film US. And then apparently that's early access. So you can stream the movie as long as you want until they decide to change their mind. <laughs> <laughs> right? So that's what they're building it as early access to Mulan. You can watch it as many times as you want for that, that amount, which definitely can entice some people into, you know, checking out the, uh, the film for sure, because it's not just like, Oh, you've got 24, 48 hours to check it out. You can just get early access to it. And that to me, you know, is, is pretty nice. And I wish that it came with, once you do this, maybe a discount to purchase the actual movie on Blu-ray, you know, especially an added bonus for people that are D23 members, because you're still, we're, we're still paying for D23, even during this pandemic. And there's not a whole lot of anything going on. True. You know, added bonuses definitely could help. And I, I don't know how that works out, but you know, it, it'd be cool. So speaking of streaming services, we do have some interesting news about Disney Plus. Are you familiar with this new series that they have going on calling Weird But True that uh, actually premiered over this weekend on National Geographic for Disney Plus? Have no. you heard it? Here's a little bit of a clip here for you to check out. Charlie here. Kylie here. Let's go. Two friends. Oh. Plant scientists. They're making super plants. Tons of facts. What? Dinos didn't roar? No way. Yellowstone National Park sits on top of a super volcano. All the weird. Hey yes. We could have a leech farm. A leech farm? <gasps> Ew. How awesome is that? <laughs> super awesome. Weird but true. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. All right, so an all-new season of National Geographic's Emmy Award-winning series, Weird But True, premieres on Disney Plus this weekend. Weird But True is a 13-episode series integrating the mix of arts, crafts, and unbelievable facts in real-life exploration. So, another great series. Sounds interesting, except I am not interested in having a leech farm. That's just, ew, yuck, no. Well, that's interesting enough. How about this? I actually meant to cap off our Mulan discussion with this, and I've totally forgot, but uh, um, did you know that Christina Aguilera is performing a brand new song from the Mulan motion picture called, what is it called? Loyal, Brave, True. Hmm. And uh, it's great. First of all, I like the song. I think it sounds nice. And I get these press releases all the time from Disney. And I'm like, okay, this looks cool. This sounds cool. And I am a big fan of Mulan and the soundtrack. Definitely Reflection is a great song. But here's a little bit of a clip here from Loyal Brave True, uh, brand new from the live action Mulan with Christina Aguilera. I like it. I think it sounds really nice. What do you think? Interesting. Yeah. 
So I think it's great. Once again, it brings us back to Christina being part of Mulan and the soundtrack for Mulan in this live action film, which is nice. Uh, uh, I guess the soundtrack will be released soon because I don't have it yet for streaming. Um, If so, I would get it and I will review it for everyone really soon. That sounds really cool. Let's talk about this. This is like our number five uh, edition what's going on uh, in terms of news this is park related so since they're not doing (laughs) since they're not doing fireworks at the theme parks you can enjoy virtual fireworks on demand they're in your room and uh, this is going to be part of that channel i guess the walt disney world uh resort tv where you can check out nighttime spectaculars Currently, they're featuring Happily Ever After, which is kind of cool. First of all, I like Happily Ever After in general. It's a really nice show. Uh, I think it took Disney parks by surprise because of how good the reception was to it, because this was only supposed to be a limited run show up until the anniversary of Walt Disney World. But pretty nice nonetheless. It's in 4K. I dig it. So I guess maybe they'll just not the same. No, of course, it's not the same, you know, but. That we're getting into that point now where Walt Disney World is going to be shutting down just a little bit earlier. Yep. At six o'clock, you know, post post the, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. We would call it peak season typically. But uh, hey, how about this? Post for, summer. Yeah, the summer, summer hours, summer, summer hours in this situation that we're in. So one more thing of note. Have you seen the new Epcot pylons this week? I have. They look pretty. Right. So this harkens back to... The opening of Epcot way back in, what, 82? And they had these monolithic pylons there in the front with the Spaceship Earth logo and things like that. So very cool indeed. These three acrylic pylons standing over 16 feet tall, weighing more than 4,000 pounds, were digitally modeled and milled and polished using state-of-the-art technology to achieve the perfect finish and amazing reflection effects the team of imagineers orchestrated the delicate process of placing the pylons in their new home where they will become and wait they will welcome generation of guests generations of guests to the park filled with the magic and possibility discovery and wonder and it's really cool i really dig it and they look absolutely amazing very much like the fortress of solitude there with <laughs> superman uh with these pylons and it looks really amazing at night especially as it reflects from spaceship earth so what do you think about all that very cool i showed you a little picture there of epcot back in what 1982 i wonder when they removed them originally yeah well i think they look amazing so anyway that's all for the various uh, sorted news and once again don't forget to check out the Disney list on all social media. You've got the Disney list on Twitter, Facebook, and Disney list cast on Instagram as well. It's awesome to have you on for the show because we have our Disney list coming up next. Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard the Mickey and Friends tram. Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. As a courtesy to others, we ask that there be no eating, drinking, or smoking on board. All right. I'm Corey Burton, and you're listening to Sorcerer Radio. All right, we are back, and uh, I had this all queued up, and that's why. 
show the disney list on sorcerer radio on demand there at the disneylist.com absolutely awesome thank you so much for tuning into our show thank you for all of our top fans who check us out there on facebook Kristen, what yes. is our list today we are talking about 10 underrated disney park attractions at walt disney world so when we say underrated, these are attractions, A, that we like, and B, you can pretty much walk on them. I know. There's not huge lines for these. Yes. Underrated. Underrated. Um, a lot of these are things we've kind of mentioned and alluded to in the past with these shows, but uh, definitely looking forward to revisiting these. And I say, we do we have actually 10? Listed. We have 10. All right, let's get things started. Number 10. What is number 10, Kristen? The Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. Yeah, these are in no, no particular order. That's true. Is no, right? partic- no particular order. Completely randomly ordered. Why do we like the TTA? Man, it's so relaxing. Absolutely relaxing. And you can, there's hardly ever a line. When we go, and it is a nice way to kind of kick back, relax for a few minutes, and I just love the fact that it it takes you through a nice kind of guided tour throughout Tomorrowland, and it's relaxing for me. Just get a load off and sit back and just wave at the other other (laughs) vehicles moving past, right? Absolutely. I think it's great to be able to just get off your feet for a little bit and just chill out without you know being someplace where there's like a table or whatever you know you know what i like about it is the fact that you see everyone from this other vantage point being on top because the track is above everything so not only can you people watch and see different families and see what's going on 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 stage 626 or you know the dance parties that they have with the disney characters but you can look into mickey star traders you can Take a look sometimes at Space Mountain and see the insides. Sometimes when the lights are on, it's very interesting to see when the lights are on at times. But I really dig it. And I wish they had more things for you to see in those places inside Space Mountain, especially um, whether it's electronics panels or just, you know, animatronics that kind of move back and forth of the inner workings of inner uh, of space mountain i think that would totally plus it up it's not like they couldn't do it i thought that when they refurbished it that they would actually do some of those really cool things and and have you know tv panels and such such in there so that you could see what was going on but no no, they just painted it black again they just (laughs) repainted it black inside all right number nine what's next this is one of your favorite attractions and that is living with the land in the land pavilion at epcot you know i it is a must do for me i think you'll find that there is a theme going on with some of the attractions that we pick because it's all about relaxation but in this particular case it is relaxing the boat ride is great. There's usually a 10 to 12 minute wait, if that, to walk in, get a load off, sit in the boat for a while. And this is a longer attraction. So you can not only check out the 
the green room, but you can check out the aquariums where they, you know, do all the fish farming and different things like that. And I've often wondered if they actually, how much of that stuff they actually use, but I guess they use everything. You got shrimp, tilapia, catfish. Mm -hmm. Yep. Eels too. They have eels. Do they? I think so. I think so. And then you would use that for sushi, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) over there at uh, Tapanito. So, Hey, nice stuff. Hidden Mickeys throughout. It needs. You get to see the hydroponics where they are shaping the fruits and vegetables of the future. I have to say that I think they need to update it, though. It needs some love, Disney. Give it some love. It needs a lot of love. First of all, that that show of the film at the very end, the music is pretty nice. I've always liked the music, those drums, the tribal drums in the back. But then you have literally, today they're working on solutions using ladybugs and different things like that. And everyone's dressed up in their 1982 best. It's like, come on. You have to wonder how many of those people are still alive in those pictures. I wonder. I wonder. You know, I often wonder, you have the mural of all those kids. They sign these little quotes of, apparently, (laughs) maybe Disney had a contest of writing quotes about how living with the land and the future of agriculture and all that stuff would happen. And these kids write these these different quotes on on the wall, the mural, and they have their age. And can you imagine how old those kids are now? I know, considering one of them was a friend of yours. Yeah, yeah, so... Crazy, craziness. So, at any rate, uh, yes, living with the land. Also, super cool and awesome, and one of my favorites. Number eight The Carousel of Progress. Underrated? I think so. It's another one. I think because I think often the underrated ones, though, Disney hasn't given them the love that they need. And I think the last scene in Carousel of Progress could use some love because it's missing the progress part. Yes, it is a attraction that is stuck in time. It is stuck in 1989 <laughs> with the power glove scene at the very end. Now they did update some things there. They're still wearing the 80s sweaters. Yeah, I was going to say that it was the sweaters are really bad. The sweaters are bad, but I remember them upgrading the TVs and the computers and I was thinking to myself, "Oh great, you know, it's not a CRT monitor and it's not a, one of those tube HD TVs that I used to sell back when I was selling electronics. So they've actually had some flat panels in there. But yes, everything is so super dated. Would you like to see the Carousel of Progress be updated to what it would be now, considering, oh, I don't know, considering the fact that everything is kind of based on the 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, 50s? I want to see. I want to. I want to see it. I want to see the last thing scene updated. I like the others though. I like that you go that far back and see how things have changed. But I do wish the last scene they'd update. Yeah. Oh, let us know in the chat if you want them to upgrade the Carousel of Progress, or would it be forever, forever stuck with that last scene there in the late eighties slash early nineties? Well, I guess it would be early nineties, maybe. You know, so, well, okay, then where are we now, Kristen? Number seven. We are staying in the same park, but we are talking about Country Bear Jamboree. Okay. I don't know why there's never a wait for this. 
other than the like why the show's going on. And once you get in there, there's hardly anybody ever in there. I find it very entertaining. I think it's funny. <laughs> I love the animatronics and the whole vaudeville stage show of it all. It's absurd. Completely fun, though. And there's hardly anyone in there. If you want to go in, relax with awesome animatronics and have a very fun show, Country Bear Jamboree is the way to go. Especially if it's hot because it's nice and air conditioned. It is. It's a nice theater, too. If you get to go in the very back and just sit back and relax, maybe you'll take a nap. I don't know. You just have to hope that you, if you do fall asleep, that someone wakes you up. <laughs> hey, Scott King in the chat says, always have to do Living with the Land. Yes, it is one of our must-dos. Kristen and I must do. Definitely do must, must do that. And with the Country Bear Jamboree also, it seems to me like you and I go in, we see the, the Country Bears, and we go have ice cream over at the Diamond Horseshoe after after that. Or whatever. I don't know. It's just right next door anyway. It's pretty pretty neat. But um, We haven't been in there in a while. No, I, I love the Diamond Horseshoe, though. It's, it's great. And I love the Country Bear Jamboree as well. Number six. This is the Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Hello. It's the shirt that I'm wearing today from D23 Expo from last year. Gosh, can you believe it was last year? Over a year. Over a year ago. It's a dog, so Unbelievable. Yeah. Man, did we have such a good time. I can't wait for those happy times to come back. But speaking of happy times, we love the Tiki Room. We used to... Have a podcast <laughs> named after the Tiki Room. And we love the old show. Now, I have been lucky enough to see several different incarnations of the Tiki Room. We've seen the original Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. We've seen the Tiki Room under new management with, with I Zazu that one. and Iago. So that was, that was neat. And then I also saw the Tiki Room, uh, the Stitch takeover in Japan as well, where he does all the Elvis music, which was really oh. cool. I was kind of hoping that we'd get that version because I really enjoy that one in, in Tokyo Disneyland. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about the Stitch one, but oh, I do miss, it. and I know I've said this numerous times, I do miss the previous version before Iago caught fire because you had the voices of... Um, Phil Hartman in the intro mm. and Jerry Orbach in the show because he was Pierre. And you don't have them anymore. And no. it makes me sad because they aren't with us anymore. And at least there, you could still hear them. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes. And by the way, Michelle says she was in the wrong chat for the live. Yes. So if you're watching the Disney list on different platforms, because we do broadcast on different uh, pages like the old WDW After Dark page and the Jedi Mouseketeer page and Dining at Disney. Yes, in order to see us and interact with us, you have to be on the main feed and we would hope everyone comes over, but not everyone comes over to the Disney list live feed. That's actually where this feed originates. So please, please, please check us out on these other platforms i know that there's hundreds of you that watch uh the different live feeds especially in after dark but please come check out our live show here on the disney list that's where you can interact with us but yes that's that's the fun the fun part about the tiki room i've always thought it was fun it was waltz one of his original creations of having a bird show <laughs> a dinner bird show nonetheless he didn't make it a, a dinner show with live birds thank goodness that would be a big mess oh yeah but to have the animatronics 
and as futuristic, futuristically designed as they were, I think the show is very charming. And although it's not a thrilling experience, it is fun and it is a family fun affair. Like much, much like all these other ones that we're talking about, they are family friendly. We did watch the one in Disneyland a few years ago and we were there with Bubba and Taylor and we happened to see a very famous person sitting in the show with us. Who was sitting in the next row to, right next to who us? Who was sitting next to us, Kristen? It was George Lucas. That's right. That was kind of cool. That was very cool. And he was singing along too. Yes. And George Lucas, a huge Disney fan. He was a huge fan of the parks and definitely a fan of Walt Disney and the Enchanted Tiki Room. And so are we. I think it would have been cool if the Ohana restaurant had integrated some of these things from the Tiki Room show. And, and you know, all of a sudden they could trigger some storms and some things like that. And then you'd have the animatronics talking in the dinner dinner room. That would be really neat. That would be cool. One can only dream. One can only dream. <laughs> Number five. And we are going to be talking about our only attraction from Disney's Animal Kingdom. My favorite, the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Why is it your favorite, Kristen? Because I, I like animals, but I love tigers. And I get to see the tigers. So that makes me happy, especially when they have the little cubs. When they had the cubs there, that was, that was super cute. Yeah, I like watching them as well. It's great to see the tigers roam around, roam free, and sometimes they're taking baths in the the, the water, and uh, sometimes they're playing, wrestling with each other, just having fun. One thing that's cool is the one window, um, they will actually come sometimes and lay down and nap right in front of the window, so you are just within, you know, a couple of feet of the tigers. So that's really cool when you get to see them um, that close, up up close and personal. And they're not, you know, in a cage. They've got space to roam. This and is not Joe Exotic's. Like that. This is not Joe Exotic's Tiger World here. Or He's the never, other one that's or the other down one. there. Anyway. Hey, Michelle says it was an awesome day with George Lucas. He had his grandchild on his knee too. Yes. And uh, the Jungle Trek is her favorite at Animal Kingdom. Yes, of course. Uh, I I love it. I love the Animal Kingdom anyway, just to do the nature walks and to check out all the animals. But definitely the tigers in their own majesty, in their own way, free of any mullet wearing crazy, crazy people like the Tiger King. But there are other animals you can see there as well. I just happen to prefer and spend the most amount of time in the area with the tigers. Absolutely. Number four. We are going back to Magic Kingdom for Mickey's Magic. What's not to love about this? For whatever reason, for whatever reason, we go and we check out the show. It's always fun. It People always sing along. It smells good. Why does it smell good? Because? Because you have the souffle and it goes poof and it smells like berries. Delicious berries. Smells like berries. But I love, I love this because I get chills every time you go from Aladdin and then you see Donald Duck fall off the, the, the magic carpet and then fall on 
Big Ben, and then all of a sudden, here we go. You know, he gets rocketed off, and in, in, uh, Tinkerbell has to spr- sprinkle some pixie dust on him in order to fly. And that always gives me chills for whatever reason. I just, it, it's really cool to feel. It's probably one of the best edited musical segments of any Disney film. They did a really gives good you, job. Yes, it gives you the greatest hits. You go from, right, you like uh, Beauty and the Beast to The Lion King and Aladdin, and there's stuff in there from Fantasia, and just it's just a great medley of all the greatest hits, and I, I love it. Um, the Lion King's a lot of fun. Now, what's not to love about it? And at the end, you get duck butt. And you get duck butt at the end. It's almost, it's very much like Muppet Vision 3D. I remember when they used to have the hats that you could buy that were a duck's butt. I know. That with his little feet sticking out. It was really cute. And then that, was, that was literally one of the very few places you could get Donald Duck merch. And for the longest time, you remember you and I, we went, we would go and I would see this Donald Duck shirt because he is my favorite character. We'd go over there and find the shirt and sometimes we'd get it. Sometimes we wouldn't. Next time we'd go, they'd be out of them and they'd never come back. Yep. And that's a shame. So may that be a lesson for you. If you see merchandise you like at the park, you best get it now because you don't know if it's going to stick around. And then you have your tank top for Mickey, for Minnie Mouse with the bows that has been there for like the past eight years. It's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. Gosh, nope. it's been there for amazingly long Which time. is why I, ne- I didn't buy it and now it's gone. Yeah. And now okay. you see now you wish you had because because they've had it for so long. You just think that, you're, that it's going to be around forever and it never went on sale either. We were no. Hoping- and that's one of those <laughs> things that's like you know the majority of t-shirts and stuff that disney carries are limited a lot of times you'll go and you'll see it and then three months later if you go back they don't have it anymore yeah and i made the mistake once of being in disneyland and not buying a bell shirt that i really liked and couldn't find it anywhere else yep may that be a lesson sometimes you just learn that lesson and we've learned it time and time again. But anyway, Mickey's PhilharMagic, also a very magical show indeed. What number are we on now? Is it three? Mm-hmm. Number three. <laughs> I didn't want I'm to. I'm trying to break my record here, making sure we press the right buttons on this show. Grand Fiesta Tour, starring the three caballeros. Right. Alja, why do you like this one so much? Um, Donald? <laughs> <laughs> How come Donald's always <laughs> underrated? You know, he always plays second fiddle to the big the big cheese himself. But this is a great, a great little attraction. Once again, hardly any wait time. So you just zip right in Mexican Pavilion over there in Epcot and just go in. You sit down. You go for this really cool boat ride. It's only a couple minutes long. And you get to see the three caballeros just in their wackiness going up and down the Mayan ruins and, you know, trying to escape the clutches of a, a, a Disney chef who's trying oh, to cook them for say. lunch. Yep. And then playing roasted the duck. roasted duck, you know, these, you know, sharpening his <laughs> knives and everything. And then you get to see them go, I guess, 
you know, diving into the pools there in the various locations in Mexico, which is a very diverse country with many different aspects of it, whether it's, you know, checking out the Day of the Dead festivals there in Mexico City, or you're there on the coastline catching some rays and doing some really cool uh, diving or just checking out the rest of the, I guess, the rest of the uh, the great historical landmark, uh, landmarks that they have there, like the the ruins from the Incas, right? Yes. So just a lot of neat stuff there. And, of course, the fact that the three caballeros play guitars, which is very close to and dear to my heart. You don't say. Donald plays guitar. <laughs> and so does Jose. They all play guitar. And Panchito. And Panchito. Panchito. Yeah, I mean, do you like that attraction too? Because we we ride it every time we. If if you don't go to an attraction that, that has no weight in it whatsoever <laughs> while you're there, if you're like hardcore Disney fans, of course you're gonna take you know five minutes and hop on there and and take a little boat ride. Except if it was Stitch's Great Escape, that is one that okay. I would not. When there was no line, I it could say five minutes, and no, no, I'm not, I'm not going. <laughs> Now we don't have to worry about it because it doesn't exist anymore. Well, there you go. <laughs> Number two. Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Ugh, I had problems saying that. Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Also underrated Disney. So it's funny. Look, you've always wanted to know how to be that guy. At the end of the day, how do you become that guy? Well, first of all, during the warm-ups, when everyone's coming in and they have the warm-up comics and they're all having you text jokes and different things, just have a, you know, be be a goofy guy and have goofy expressions on your face and do crazy dancing when you're when you're scooting into your little comedy club and that's how you get to be the guy like this guy. I got to be the guy cuz I was goofy. <laughs> And they always came back to you and, and, you know, you are the guy in the audience that all the stand up comic monsters will refer to as, that at least I'm guy. not that guy, <laughs> you know? So I was, I was one of the lucky guys that got the little sticker that says I was that guy. Plus you have Mike Wazowski, you've got Mike Wazowski's little nephew, you've got the different comedians there that are always fun. And once again, family friendly, this is Disney, of course. So this is... I would say the youngsters first look at what at what a comedy club is actually like somewhat a virtual comedy club. Nonetheless, there's some some good kid jokes there, to, you know, that you can use. I try to remember them since I work with kids yeah, and, you know, those uh, those little jokes come in handy when you're at work and you're trying to be entertaining. We have a comment from the chat from Mr. Scott King. It says, love the, ho- uh, love the laugh floor, especially with the holiday overlay during the Halloween party. Mm. You know, we haven't done it during the Halloween party. No, we haven't. You know why? Because we're always trying to run around, either get, get pictures with characters or doing our trick-or-treating, getting our baskets full of candy. That's true. And catching shows. And catching shows. Yeah, so we don't... The only attraction we do is the Haunted Mansion because it's, I mean... It's the Haunted Mansion and it's Halloween. You need to go on it. Did I hear this correctly? But they are scaling back the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party because of what's going on? Um, I don't know. We need to find out. We do need to find we out. To find I don't think they were doing the party. Mm. Okay. Oh, did they cancel it? I don't think they... I, I don't, I'll have to look. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I heard that somewhere, but we'll, we'll talk about that 
in the weeks to come. Well, 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 we have had a huge list of underrated Walt Disney World attractions. And now, did we want to go ahead and recap for those listening on Sorcerer Radio? Sure. Okay, what have we talked about? And this is in no particular order, okay? We have talked about the tomorrow, tomorrow trans... The Tomorrowland... Tomorrowland Transit Transit Authority Authority People People Mover. Living with the Land... Carousel of Progress, Country Bear Jamboree, Country Bear Jamboree, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, The Maharaja Jungle Trek, Mickey's Philhar Magic, Grand Fiesta Tour, starring the Three Caballeros, and Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Number one. And that would be the Walt Disney World Railroad. <laughs> it's so generic. I love it. <laughs> I like it. It was Walt Walt loved trains. So I mean, how can this not be on there? No, no, you're absolutely right. It is a attraction unto itself. It never makes it on anyone's list except for the underrated list. And this is why it's here. That's the whole reason why we have the Disney parks to begin with, is because Walt wanted a a play area for his big train. He wanted to be, build a big train set and it was going to be initially on the lot there at the Burbank studios. And then it just outgrew the space for the Burbank studio. And then they had to go down to Anaheim and then build Walt the biggest train set of all Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> right. True. I mean, but the, the trains are great. They are old school trains. They look amazing. They're a lot of fun. You go around the park. The one in Disneyland is amazing because it has all the dioramas there from the old world's fair, including the dinosaur scene, which to me is like classic Walt Disney, if there ever was one. But at the Walt Disney World Resort, it's not quite as cool, but still, nonetheless, it is on this list. You got to have, I mean, it's like riding the monorail. You have to ride the monorail around going to the park. You definitely have to ride the train going around the park. There at Magic Kingdom for sure. It is a must do. It's a must do. <laughs> and it's very relaxing to pull into the train station. There's nothing, you know, I feel like pulling into the train station there, especially on Main Street, is one of the best experiences you'll have because it's like, hey, we're here, all aboard. And it's nice too, especially if you're a family with kids, because I don't know if they still do this, but last time they were able to take a child and I don't know if they'll do this now, but they'll take a child and make sure. And this also happens at the, the, the train there at uh, animal kingdom, but they'll take a child and they'll give the all clear all aboard, you know, leaving the station (laughs) and uh, you get to be a uh, engineer for a day, which is really neat. So uh, anything else you'd like to add about this whole thing? No, we just had a lot of attractions that were at magic kingdom. Yeah, that's true. This is true. But I, I for one, love these attractions. They A lot of them are must-dos for us, even though they are not in the top uh, 10 attractions. These are underrated. But uh, we hope that you give, the, uh, give an opportunity uh, to check out these uh, attractions when you get a chance. And let us know what your underrated Disney attractions are. That would be great. Just leave it here in the chat. Um, here on Facebook and let us know and we'll talk about it in a future episode. But now's the time we say goodbye. Kristen? Yes. In the next few weeks, we're going to be covering a bunch of different topics for our Disney List fam. What are we talking about? 
over the next few weeks. Well, we're going to be talking about hidden gems. It's not there. Oh, okay. I thought it's it downstairs. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought we brought our Disney list upstairs. Apparently, we did not. The other uh, one of the other show topics is going to be Disney princesses. We're going to rank our Disney princesses, as well as uh, things to do that aren't in the parks. Fun things that you don't need a park ticket to do. So. Right. And we're going to have a couple more panel shows as well in the weeks to come. So be on the lookout for some special guests joining us in the Talking Heads environment here on the show. Also, a very special podcast is, uh, is coming soon. So I will just leave it at that. We are expanding. So, uh, with that being said, Kristen, where can people find you? They can find me at diningatdisney.com. You can find Dining at Disney on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Also, make sure you visit Anchor and you download the Dining at Disney podcast. This week is something completely new for launching, and it is going to be a monthly show called Happy Hour. And what we're going to do is have a panel uh, that include other Disney bloggers, vloggers, podcasters, all kinds of things like that. Uh, a fun, entertaining crew. So this week when we do the show, it's going to be an introduction show to who everybody is. And we will have a little bit of Disney food discussion at the same time. So. Right on. I'm looking forward to that. That should be an awesome show there at Dining at Disney. So thank you for that. And if people want to book their Disney trip with you, Kristen, where can they email you? They can email me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Most excellent. You can find the Disney list on all social media, Twitter, also Facebook at the Disney list. You can also check us out on Instagram at the uh, Disney list cast. We're also part of the Source of Radio Network, so thank you to Source of Radio, all Disney music, all day long, srsounds.com. Free apps for you to download, so you can experience all of the host shows, as well as all of the Walt Disney World and Disneyland music that we play for people every single day now over the past 11 years. No, not almost 15. How many years? It seems? No. It's going on 20, right? Oh, gosh. Are we getting close to 20? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Because, think we've been doing this for going on 11 years. Yeah, well, since 2001, yeah. Almost 20 years. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. No one else is crazy enough to be uh, hosting Disney Radio, streaming online, and paying all the fees for licensing that, <laughs> that DJ Sorcy does. But nonetheless, it's all about love, folks. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and uh, yes, yeah, so please do that. And you can also check us out on demand as well. So um, yeah, we appreciate that. So in the meantime, Kristen, what, you had something you wanted to add? I do. We They ha also have to make sure that they check out our friends on Facebook, the oh, Disney yeah. Dorks. As well as our friends, WDW Park Hoppers, their podcast. So Excellent. Excellent. Yes, please do. At any rate, um, oh gosh, you know, I was going to, I was totally going to play our, our theme music out. And there we go. That's what I, that's what I meant to play. <laughs> Thank you so much to our 
uh, our theme music intro and outro peeps, our good friends at Replay Heroes, Dalton, Phoenix, thank you so much for making awesome music. Uh, they have an instrumental album, which is amazing. So please check out Replay Heroes on Facebook as well as Spotify and download the record. It's amazing. So, Kristen, we're out of here. Yes, we are. I can't believe it. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. We love you. Have a great, great week. Be safe. Mask up. Because heroes wear masks. Right? That's right. All right. Love you. (laughs) This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings. and is intended for entertainment purposes. Howdy, folks. This is Peter Renaday as Henry the Bear talking for Sorcerer Radio. Glad you could tune in. Hope you stay tuned to this station. Talk to you later. Take care. What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Now, Buff, be patient. Takes a little doing to set these things up. Yeah, we ain't going anywhere anyhow. Uh, we're kind of hung up here. <laughs> okay, okay, boys. Take it easy. Take it easy. Now we're ready to start. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I'll be right with you. <clears throat> Give me a little intro there, Gomer. Well, it's about time. folks welcome to the one and only original country bear jamboree featuring a bit of americana our musical heritage of the past but enough of this chit chat yak yak and flim flam just refrain from hibernating <laughs> and we'll all enjoy the show because we've got a lot to give a regular liberation. <laughs> and it plays good, too. And right now, I give you a sorted assortment of executioners of music and song. The Five Bear Rugs. Plus, Gomer. Hit it, boys! play now in the good old key of G. Zeke and Zeb Ted and friend by name Tennessee. Zeke's twanging on the banjo and a tapping with his feet. A banging on the dish pine with a real old country beat. Zeb's a song on the fiddle with a crooked hickory bow. When the spirit moves that rule, he can make that fiddle go. his own corn jug. Now I mean that bear can blow. He also plays the washboard with the handle of a hole. And Big Fred's playing mouth harp. He plays it kind of sad. He never took a lesson. He just picked it up from Dad. And little old Tennessee bear is a featured on the thing. Sounds just like a guitar, but it's only got one string. So clap your hands and stomp your feet and try to keep right with them. One sure thing the bear band's got is real old country rhythm.
your hands and stomp your feet and try to keep right with them. One short thing the bear band's got is real old country, real old. Ain't you gonna help me out over there, Henry? Goodness gracious, what do you think we have you on the show for? Now, Wendell. You're supposed to pick. Now, Wendell, please. If you can't cut it, just lay out. Well, let's not fight now, because we got work to do here. Well, let's do it. Now, here's a fractured folk song. Butchered by two birds. Yeah, we wrote these lousy lyrics, and we also wrote the words. The chords are very simple. In fact, there's only three. First it's G, then C, and D, and then going back to G. But you gotta be quick. And now, a heart-rendering ditty by our own growler of soul, Liver Lips McGraw. Sing it, Mac. I got a woman, she's got me. Whatever we do, we both agree. She ain't pretty, but I ain't too. The things we like are the things we do. A woman ain't pretty, but she don't swear none. She's kinda heavy, don't weigh a ton. She's my woman through and through. I love her only cause her heart is true. Folks, we only have high-class stuff on this show. And now, here's a special treat out of Tampa. A little bit of ever-loving, cuddlesome fluff. Our own Trixie. Tears will be the chaser for your wine. After you leave this love. Bright lights and taverns, that's where you'll spend your time, and tears will be the chaser for you. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that was a mighty big song, Trixie. Oh, thank you, Henry. <laughs> that sure ain't all that's big. Well, you know lightweight yourself, Buff. <laughs> boys, boys, watch your manners. Yeah, if you can't say something nice... Uh, boys, or, uh... boys. Okay, now, boys, if you just stop carrying on like... We just might dedicate this next song to y'all. And we so dedicate. Sing it, Satan! When I was young and in my prime, I thought I never could marry. But I 
we marry. from the Sunshine State, Bunny, Bubbles, and Beulah. Every time I meet a guy who gets me shook, all I ever get from him is a dirty look. It's the same way everywhere I've found. All the guys that turn me on turn me Dedicated and dimpled darling of the Dakotas, the last of the big time swingers. Swinging Teddy Barra, swinging Teddy. Wow, wait, here she comes. Well, there he goes, he hardly knows the heart he's breaking. Lovely, lovely. I talk to him, but I don't think. Oh, just forget about the plans that we were making. My, my heart, we did all that we could. 
Y'all come up and see me sometime. You hear? Yeah. Soon as I find a ladder, I'll be right up. Mm-hmm. See, we're just one big happy family. <laughs> well, folks, this concludes our show. So thanks for bearing with us to the bare end and barrel around to see us again. What do you say, Sammy? I say, y'all come back, you hear? We hope that you'll be coming back again. That you drop in to see us now and then. We've done our very best to please with just the bare necessities. We hope that you'll be coming back again. Come again. Come again. Anytime. The welcome man is always out to see you as fun. We hope that you'll be coming back again. That you'll drop in and see us now and then. We had such fun we're gonna cry. We just can't bear to say goodbye. We hope that you'll be coming back again. Y'all come back, yeah? Don't forget to gather your belongings. And your husband, too. <laughs> it's been good to have you. So long, folks. Uh -huh.